can say it together. Oh, because we're together. Duh. One, two, three. Dairy! This is Hey Beautiful, the podcast where we binge and recap every episode of How I Met Your Mother. No spoilers. So suit up, grab a sandwich, and settle in. Good, I'm here again. I know what a birthday treat for what me. What a birthday treat! Happy birthday, Caitlin! Thank you, thank you. As we're taping this, your birthday was yesterday. Mm-hmm. How was it? It was lovely. It was nice and quiet, mm. just the way I like it. The older you get, the more you just want to do literally nothing on your birthday. Yep, it's the best. Yeah, it was, I can't think of a better way to have spent it. Maybe with so a little fun. bit more sunscreen and a less. Oh my god! Yeah, sunburn. you did get a little roasted, but I mean, butt. was it first burn of the season? Yeah, worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. On my birthday, record high. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Oh, my God. It was so fucking hot. Yuck. Oh. Speaking of hot. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay, speaking of hot, Caitlin and I... (laughs) Go ahead and tell them what we just did. Oh, we just did a... we just uh, recorded a really fun video. It's up on Patreon, so go check it out. If you're not a patron, what are you waiting for? Yeah, it's two bucks a month, guys. That easy, seriously. Anyway, so for as little as $2 a month, you can watch Kate and I do just, you know, whatever strikes her fancy. Yeah. Uh, and this month it was a contest. It was, we used these sweet and stinky markers. <sighs> and basically we put them all in a box and Mixed shuffled them up. Them up yeah. And then had to try to guess what the scent was. And some of them were really disgusting. Really disgusting. Like, and and I'll say the one that I knew that I was ready to be, like, gag-inducing mm. was one called Old Rotten Tooth. That's <laughs> what we're dealing with here, okay? So you get to watch us, cl- like, sniff these markers with our eyes closed <sighs> and react um, and find out who won the contest. I can't even talk about it. It's still too Yeah, Yeah. The, the last one... Was the worst, I would say. Oh, for we won't sure. say what it was, but like, oh, God. I would have smelled that one for myself if I had smelled my own marker. Oh, my God, that's right. I chose it for you. <gasps> you chose well, I guess, for yourself and poorly for me. Oh. Yeah, we decided at the last minute to the last two markers, we would pull them. And then I, I, the dumbass, was like, should we give them to each other? I would have had a not bad one, but then with that fucking decision, you, I changed the course of my life. You should have let me have Ugh. it because I kept pulling the bad ones. Mm. I had a knack for That's the stink. That's true. You had a knack for the stink. Oh, my Ugh. God. So, yeah, go over to patreon.com slash heybeautifulpod and you can watch us. Um, just have a great time with some sweet and stinky markers. It was very fun. And yeah, yeah, there were some real, some real bombs in there. There were some real fucking bombs. Yeah. And also get to see who wins the contest yeah. between the two of us. Yeah. Um, over on Twitter this week, yeah. I put up a poll to see, um, based on last episode when we have Marshall and Lily debating over the sink, I wanted to see who was on my team and who was on your team, basically, to see who leaves dishes in the sink and who doesn't. Sink dishes won. But not by much. Hmm. It was pretty close. Sure. 
But we have a lot of filthy animals in the in the crowd, Caitlin. How do you feel about that? I'm just glad I don't live with any of them. I was going to say, is so. it making you sweat just thinking about us? No. And our ketchup and pasta? I don't live with you That's right. Are. That's right. You've, you've cultivated your home mm-hmm. in the way that makes sense for you. Yeah. Vice versa. You saw the contraction we have to bring to the beach to wash ourselves off. (laughs) When walking into the ocean isn't enough, bring a spray hose. Well, you know, where we live, it's a little bit of a walk to the beach. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, no. I I envy that. That is very, very cool. Would I buy it? No, I would just like. The gallon of the old milk. Or just a towel, wipe them off, and then get sand in your car. You know what I mean? Yeah, Caitlin's horrified right now. We guys. go places after the beach a lot. Oh, I see. I oh, so then it's like gritty on your yeah. feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we, when we go to the uh, Rhode Island beaches, we'll go out for dinner. Oh, on the way home. that's nice. Yeah. yeah. One of the best feelings though is that like cold water on your feet after that. Like even like yeah. at our local beach, where yeah. they used to have yeah. the things. That was really nice. So good. I'm so glad you guys got that because it is really fucking cool. Um, speaking of cool, we also have, obviously it's like, oh, you're so hot. Actually, we're rather cool. Uh, no, you're so cool. Oh, actually, actually we're, we're rather, rather hot. hot. I can't remember. No one knows what that is. That That's was okay. us bullying your sister as children. I, 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 I have a friend who has a brother named Adam. <laughs> exactly. Just stories that nobody cares about. Anyway. Anyway, um, this is something people do care about. It is, um, a new, I- we have two new iTunes Yay! reviews, which is really um, you know, and we love when you guys leave us love on iTunes because it helps our HB family grow. Um, actually, it's actually not iTunes. It's Apple Podcasts. Yes. I just updated it in real time because I keep forgetting to do that. But it's now called Apple Podcasts if you're looking for where to review us. Yes. Apple Podcasts. So our first one, because we have two. And they're okay. both five stars. Five stars. I didn't put that in here, but they're both five stars. Of course. Well, why wouldn't they? I know, this right? Five star podcast. Someone, no? someone gave us five stars, even though we uh, chew cookies loudly, and he did not like that. So I'm shout not out to you. Chewing any cookies this week? That's right. That's right. Um, wished I would have found it sooner. Oh. Slowly working through old episodes on my way to and from work. The spoiler-free nature is a nice touch. Ash hoops. I think AS, AS hoops, hoops probably. Probably. And I think that might be one of our new patrons, which we'll talk about in a <gasps> second. Yeah, okay. thank you so much for thank that. Thank you. I'm going to sneeze, I think. Every day is so wonderful. It's <laughs> only. Are you still going to sneeze no, or is it fast? It's gone, it's gone. All right. Don't look at me. <laughs> God, what a corny fucking song. Anyway, go to the next one. <laughs> Hey, kids, have I told you about the time two amazing women created a podcast? Aww. Aww. Treat your ears to a delightful, spoiler-free revisit of Himyum. Fair warning, you may find yourself craving cookies during every episode, <laughs> but it's totally worth it. Grab a sandwich and some cookies and start listening. Back to Becker. Oh, thank you, thank you. Back to Becker. That's really, really sweet. Very I love, clever. Yeah, I love the super clever uh, reviews. Mm-hmm. We really, really appreciate it. How about it? Yeah. Um, and we also really appreciate all of our Patreon pals. Yeah. And we have quite a few. We actually have three new Patreon yes. patrons over yeah. on Patreon. So thank you to Andrew, Stephanie, and Christina. Big, Welcome. Big couple weeks. So yeah. thank you all so much. Yay. We hope you enjoy the ridiculousness. I know. You're just in time for this 
crazy video we oh. made. So thank you. <laughs> still, it's still in like resonating inside my nostrils. Yeah. Ugh, so <laughs> like those stinky markers, we hope you'll stick around hey! for the end of the episode. It's a ding, ding, ding. That's yeah. good. Uh, so stay tuned at the end for seven legendary moments from listeners just like you. And now let's get into the rough patch. This episode of Hey Beautiful is brought to you by our Patreon Almighty Five Level members, Arjan, Adam, Russell, Tish, Johnny, and Ben. Thanks to all of our patrons for their support of this show. Our Patreon works on a sliding scale. You give what you can each month and you receive all the perks we offer. Join for as little as $2 a month at patreon.com slash heybeautifulpie. We've already established that our, our HB fam is pretty fucking smart and wonderful. Yeah. But now they're even spreading the love for these cookies. These really? amazing cookies treats to our Apple Podcast reviews. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. If you, if you recall at the top of the episode, we read out um, one of our latest podcast reviews from Back to Becker. And he or she, they. They. We'll go they. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Just I just talked about this at work. How important it is. It is, and you and we we made it always important. learning, always learning. Always um, learning. so back, back to Becker wrote um, that you might find yourself craving some cookies, and when you start listening, you should grab a sandwich, of course, and also some cookies. And what kind of cookies is he talking about, Kate? Rachel's Cookies and Treats dot com, baby. That's right, and because you, dear listener are part of our HB family, you mm-hmm. can save 25% off your order with the promo code HBFAM. That's all caps, yep. HBFAM, mm-hmm. and get 25% off these incredible all-real ingredients, no preservatives, cookies and treats that are handmade in small batches. Um, it is a small, family-owned and operated, business, woman-owned, yeah. all the things we love business. Um, yeah, and you can just head on over to rachelscookiesandtreats.com and get 25% off as long as you live anywhere in the continental U.S. That's right. I'm looking at the website right now. She is. I can confirm. We've got the Nona's Key Lime Cookies are Mm. still available Mm -hmm. as well as... The uh, the iced lemon cookies, which are my oh, fave. So delicious. There's also brownies, which is a huge hit in your house, I know. Yeah, the boys love the brownies. And then I recently bought myself a half dozen because mm. I eat them much faster than my boys. Yeah. So my boys. I obviously get a half dozen to myself. They are so good. Yum. We also have peanut butter cookies. Loves the peanut butter. Chocolate chip, oatmeal raisin, ginger snaps so is good. so good. Nice and spicy. Oh, molasses crinkle, just as a standard sugar as well. Can't go wrong. And there's an anise cookie too. So if you've had Italian mm. grandparents, you know those fucking cookies are the shit. So yeah, get on over to rachelscookiesandtreats.com. Use our code HBFAM at checkout. And you'll get 25% off your order as many times as you want. As many times as you want. Get into it. Don't look at me. (laughs) Happy Easter. Happy Easter, guys. (laughs) All right. All right. You ready to get into uh, the rough patch? The rough patch. Yeah. All right. Oh, are we? We're iPad. Do you usually have your notes on the iPad? This is how I take. Yeah. So fancy. I take 
the notes on the iPad. This is not an ad, guys, but Apple, if you're willing to partner with us, just shoot us an email. Yeah, right. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's a nice keyboard. keyboard. Right that's now. like kind of a great keyboard. And it has the Apple, I have the pencil, which is really Ooh. Yeah, so I always take my notes on here, but I found that when we record together, it's easier to not be on my computer. <clears> and my <throat> phone is just... makes Yeah, too small. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, I've got old eyes now. I just How do you have it that dark? Oh, I don't like it too bright. Oh my god, I have. No. I feel like such an old lady. I have to have my brightness like all the way up. I'll make it. Oh my god, make it a little brighter. Just a little brighter. Don't do it on my account. I know it hurts my eyes. I can't. Really? Oh. But I don't also don't like dark, so it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, very self conscious. All right. Anyway, speaking of self conscious, <laughs> this is season five, episode seven. Wow. Yeah. I thought I got that wrong for a minute. No. Season, season five. five. It still doesn't feel like we're in season no, five. It it's doesn't. wild. No. Uh, and this is, of course, The Rough Patch. It first aired on November 9th and was written by Chris Harris, who we know and love from some of our most favorite episodes mm-hmm. like OK Awesome, Ugh. Game Night, Married the Paralegal, Scorpion and the Toad, Arrivederci Fiero. Um, we're not from here. Ten sessions. Everything must go. Shelter Island and the front porch, which is pretty fitting because we just saw Lily bring back her talent. Yeah, he writes pretty complex episodes. Like he does a really good yeah. job with them. Um, just hearing all those again, there's always a lot of moving parts in his episodes, and mm-hmm. he does a really good job with them. I agree. I do want to say up front that there are a lot of jokes about fat people in this episode. Um, I think a lot of them are really fucking funny, but that's just me, so I'll say it. But we will we will have a bigger combo, a, be, a convo during the episode about about the jokes and about all that shit. I made I made notes about it, so just know up front we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it because that's what we do. That's what we do here. We do it with peace and love, but we do it. Yeah. And yeah, I'm excited. I I wrote that there's a lot of callbacks this episode. Yeah. Sand castles in the sand callbacks. The front porch, even Ted and Robin's breakup. So it's like. He's it's always great to have a writer who has written a lot for the show because mm. they just have the arsenal ready to go. Yeah, all the these deeper understanding. Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. nice how it all fits together. Yeah. Yeah. So it is fall 2009. And to show his commitment to his relationship with Robin Barney, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, mm-hmm. voluntarily gives away his porn collection. She's the only single person in the group. I'm, I'm not really sure how this shows his commitment to Robin, but she's making him do it. So I know. I think it makes her uncomfortable. I, yeah, I'm like leads him to believe this had been one of their fights, but it's just like yeah. big plastic storage locker. Yeah, filled with Barney's porn. Must have taken down that well lit storage shelf that he I had. What's there now? Maybe Robin's reels. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, Marshall makes this comment in like a totally offhand way that, you know, oh, obviously you're serious about Robin because, you know, you've got relationship gut. Mm-hmm. AKA started let himself let himself go, which is no big deal. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of where like the first of, you know, we hear the, the, the fat jokes where, um, Lily says, oh yeah, I started to pudge out there for a second. And because, you know, as if the worst thing that you could do is be fat. Right. Right. And, and also not care how you look. It was when she was. Pregnant. pregnant so it's like a, a wink to people who have been watching the show um yeah and i mean yeah that's a it's a thing it's a thing that happens in relationships for lots of different reasons because you don't know it does nothing matter yeah nothing, fucking matters. Matters. nothing matters nothing matters perspective that's right 
Speaking of perspective, you would think after the first 22 parties, the co-ed would stop being surprised. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, yeah, so Lily, Marshall, and Ted are laughing as they kind of um, look through this storage trunk full of VHS mm-hmm. tapes and DVDs. Um, Lily very kindly offers to get rid of the videos for Ted on their way out. No big deal. Just drop them in the dumpster. Like, very nonchalant. Like, little tug yeah. of war back and forth. And Ted very loudly just says, leave them. It's like when they, when she and Robin were arguing over the, what do they call it? The uh, remote or battery powered. I can't remember. Adult, whatever, fake penis. Like the way that they were trying to like not say it, but say it. Yeah. At the, at the bridal shower. I love Lily says, you know, we can just swing by the back alley and drop the box <laughs> in the dumpster. Marshall happens to know that six of those words in the back of the video he's looking at are are there. Yep, yep. So I thought good. it was swing, back, alley, drop, box, and dumpster. Those were my those all Those yeah. all sound like the right ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went through. I like. Oh, my God. <laughs> she highlighted them. I love it. Um, yeah, so they start to make their way out, and you can see them kind of, like, start to stiffly, like, wrap their coats over their arms and just, like, not listening to Ted. Like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, see you later, Ted. Uh, you know. As Ted's starting to like really kind of wonder aloud that it's sort of sad because it's the end of Barney Simpson as they yeah. know him. He's giving up his porn. He has a relationship gut. They eat the same diner every night. And Marshall and Lily just kind of rush out because, of course, they have taken some of the porn with them. Yeah. Lily, you know, grabs squat, unfortunately. <laughs> I got squat. I got squat. That's but, so but I like Marshall, like, raised his eyebrows and looked pretty excited. <laughs> I love Marshall and uh, Ted's faces when, like, the like their, their little eyes, like, light Oh, my up. God. They're I know. so excited. I know. It's so funny. Um, but, yeah. So, Ted starts to flip through some of the videos and comes across one called Arca Sector. <laughs> Um, which, you know, as future Ted tells us, uh, pornography is bad and he was going to get rid of that vile pornography right away. But then something terrible happens (laughs) as Ted is bringing this box outside. He trips and the porno falls out somehow, like sails across the apartment. (laughs) I love that the, the cover gets placed night really nice and neatly outside by the Mm -hmm, the TV. mm -hmm. And then the, the tape just goes right into the, the VCR and Ted, every, every step, oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. And then he gets comfortable on the couch and he gets... See, to, uh, when he made that face, I was like, ew, Ted. Oh, I love <laughs> I it. I know, it's like this... It's gross. Cute, yeah, yeah, but, but it's, it's like just this like, cute little dirty face. Yeah. He's like so excited and about it. And because Marshall also was like, ooh. Yeah, like, it's for just, the squat, yeah. Mm-hmm. So fucking funny. Um, so the movie switches and it's something entirely different. Um, it's actually Barney, and he says, hello, Ted. So we're like, what is going on? Um, also, the date on the tape was August 12, 2005. So it's four years before, but I'm so mad because it was so close to 8-3, like August 3rd could have been like 83%. Oh. But 12, 1 plus 2 is 3, so it's oh, still 83. Just getting down and dirty. <laughs> I was wondering, like, what happened to make him make this tape, like, in 2005? Because 2005 is before the show, is it before the show started? Mm -hmm. It was right when? Because I'm trying to think, like, was, did something make him sit down and make this tape for Ted in the future? Oh, that's a really good question. Is 05 the pilot? I think so. Yeah. So So it was was just before the the show started. We'll never know. We'll never know what it was. 
He must have had another close call. I guess so. Um, so yeah, so it's it's Barney, and he's recorded over Architecture if it actually ever existed. Because I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't put it past Barney to have had like that done up. Yeah, yeah, him. absolutely. I mean, I'm sure he also made the por- like made a full porno. Oh, of course, of might course as well. Well, I, I don't know. Are we sure he's finished talking? <laughs> yeah, right. we should probably finish that. We should probably wait. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so as Ted's watching this tape, um, but Barney says, Ted, you know, if you're watching this tape, then there's, means there's only two things that either I'm dead (laughs) or I'm in a relationship. And if he's dead, then he definitely wants a weekend at Barney's with his corpse, which I've never seen. Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, yeah. Weekend at Bernie's. (laughs) See, I don't know. Um, but you know of it, you know of it. I had to look up the plot because all I know, oh. I was like, did he really die? He was did, it? right? Yeah. He did. He was really a dead body. But then there's, but I'm like, but how is there a weekend at Bernie's too? I know. <laughs> Bernie starts to smell. Weekend <laughs> at Bernie's too. But it said something. Rigor mortis sets in. <laughs> right? I, I looked that up and, and it said something about like it was brought back through Oh, right? God. Which makes it worse. The 80s. I know. That's exactly. It was like that stupid dwarf one with... What dwarf one? Uh, gnome. That was it. The gnome one. Um, oh, the, the, the fuck no- that they talked about in the in the show. Yeah, it's the hangman on Barney's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Norman? That Was it Norman the gnome? Norm the gnome. Norm the gnome. But it was still G-N-O-R-M, yeah. <laughs> Deep cuts, guys. Deep cuts. Callbacks tonight. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, anyway, so, but if he is, in fact, in a committed relationship, then please, for the love of God, as his best friend, get him out of it. And we yeah. cue the credits. A couple things that I noticed in yes. the cold open. First of all, when we we get this flashback to, you know, that's supposed to, like, sum up what Barney thinks of relationships, right? Because mm-hmm. he's making fun of Ted for having a girlfriend. But it was in 2008, and it was a girl we've never seen before. I'm like, who the fuck is this 2008 girlfriend that he's introducing? Maybe that's why things didn't go well. Right, right. Because it was like, oh. I mean, Ted probably called a girl his girlfriend after like two dates. He met, Yeah, he probably just. Especially if he was like rebounding from Stella and all that shit. So I was like, who the fuck are you? Um, And the other, Yeah, he is Ted. And then the other little thing was that Barney already has like some sort of a prosthetic gut mm-hmm. and i also noticed he has i think he's like got something in his cheeks Ooh. like sort of godfathery too like if you go back and watch he's got just like a very subtle it looks like he's put something in his cheeks like yeah. a hamster i noticed the gut i didn't yeah. realize i don't think it was i don't think it was prosthetic i think he like put something in his mouth is what it looked like of course he did so it's just got a little it's just starting and, like, in reality, that's probably what it was, like, yeah. the whole time. And then they just exaggerated both of them to uh, to hilarious-ish results. Uh, <laughs> but why is that funny? Right, exactly. So we cut after, after the cold open. We come back, and Ted is watching the the video again. But now Marshall and Lily are there. He's brought them into it. Um. And Barney says, Barney Stinson is meant to be single. So whatever, whatever situation you think he's in, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, this is the real me talking. Get me the fuck out of it. Um, And (laughs) 
he's he's thought of everything he's thought of everything like he knows that ted is going to show this to marshall because he's like i'm your best friend what do you think about that he knows where ted is going to be watching it because he points directly to marshall in the chair so good marshall's just like what the fuck wow i love the petty of that it's it's really great and then and it's just more of that like mythical barney right Mm -hmm. like that he would know all of this that any of this would happen is just all the myth of of barney um and Here's my question. Did he remember that that tape was in there? I don't know. I keep wondering Because it was that. like four years ago. I mean, but does he forget? I know, but he's he right now he's in this like space, fog. right? He's like in this fog, right? Yeah. So I wonder if it was on purpose or an accident. Because they were like rifling through. It's not like the arca sexture was right on top Mm -mm. so i wonder i'm sure he's bought way more porn in them four years right right so i wonder if it was just happened to be in there yeah um or if somewhere deep inside he he remembers i'm assuming he does but maybe he wasn't thinking Mm. of it um so of course at the end we do get the start of a real porn which is barney and this poor girl who thinks the flashing green light means It's it's off and um Lily, of all people, Lily the meddler, says, don't mess with it. Like, it's an old tape. Don't mess with it. Um, and there's one, something I I wondered as this episode went on is, do Lily and Marshall, and this is for, this is not really a spoiler, but it is like a, run, a gag that comes up later. Do you think Lily and Marshall have made a long-term bet about Barney and Robin? And that's why she's like, leave it alone. And like, she doesn't want to break them up. I, I can't remember if they had one about the two of them. I can't remember either. Um, so anyway, that's that's a thing that they do as a couple is do long-term bets. That doesn't affect anything. Um, but it made me wonder because, like, why else wouldn't she want a medal if she saw her friends being so miserable? Mm. Unless, you know, she really has a soft spot for Barney and all that. I know, but I feel like even more so because she would see what how they are. I know, I know. So I, And I think... Doing it to Ted so much and the fallout from that maybe burned her. I mean, she talks about how she's, like, retired from it because of that. Um, But she's just so persistent, even as she watches them, like, destroy each other, Mm -hmm. that I just just wonder. Um, So they decide not to, but Ted starts watching a little more closely over the next couple weeks. And we all know as soon as you start looking for something, it's what you're going to find, right? So this is when it starts... They start exaggerating the sort of degradation of the two of them. Um, and I think it's of note because the two of them care so much about their physical appearance. And it's not something that we've ever seen, right? Robin's a TV personality, so she usually looks very put together. I said she looks like an extra in The Walking Dead. She looks like a fucking hag. Like... I don't know what they did to her, but they do like the thinning hair. It's so bad. It is so fucking bad. She looks like she's she dead. She looks dead. Like half dead. She looks dead. I think, and I think it's really interesting. I'm glad they didn't make her the one that gained weight for starters, because mm-hmm. Fat Barney is really adorable. He's so I cute tonight. He's I so, love him. He's so cute, right? Yeah. Um, and it's just. This is not a plot that would happen today. No. It's not a plot that would happen today. And we are supposed to just get laughs out of Barney being fat. But for me, it's more of like the del- is delivery of the lines while fat. So it's like, it's tough. 
I understand if people don't think these are funny, but I grew up on fat jokes. I mean, we grew up in the 90s. That's true. Watching fucking heavyweights, which holds up, by the way. It's so it's so Heavyweights, good. if you guys haven't seen Heavyweights, it is the fucking best movie. Because it's, it's not skinny people in fat costumes. It no. is chubby kids at camp. Living their best lives. And then Ben Stiller trying to make their lives miserable. So. It's so good. Every, like, eight-year-old I can show it to, I show it to. It is, like, the best for sure. fucking movie for them. Um, so anyway, we see Barney's eating a lot. And, I mean, supposedly because he's, like, depressed and stuck and all that. And I will say, I think I think relationship gut, quote-unquote, is a thing for lots of different reasons. It could be because you're depressed. It could be because you're really happy and comfortable. Like, there are lots of reasons your body changes in life. Mm-hmm. But here, this is obviously because Barney is, like, screaming inside yeah. and feels stuck. So that's the metaphor they've gone with, and that's what we have to deal with today. Um, I love the Legends of the Fall. Yeah. Legends of the Fall. It was okay. okay. <laughs> it was okay. Um, so as it progresses... I said, yeah, I said, Barney pudges out and Robin looks like absolute death. Greasy hair, pasty skin, and she hates him. She she hates him. So, like, Barney is still putting on a show for them about how much he loves her and how happy he is. She can't even. Robin can't even do it. Like, she really, it's, oof. It's too much for her. Yeah, it's too much. And the worse they get, the more they say things are great, of course, which is Mm -hmm. typical Robin and Barney. Um, and then after, um, after a whole month of watching it, like when they walk into the bar, Robin's like shivering and walking. <laughs> she did such a good job. She looked so good. <laughs> so Barney's winded. Barney's winded by the first table and it's like, oh, right. So, um, so yeah, the, the cheap fat jokes are not funny, but no, like when he has the fucking rib is so funny and he's like, I'm, I'm still hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see Marshall's like, oh, my He's face. Like, you ever know how beef ribs used to, <laughs> used to be disgusting and somehow they made them awesome? And I don't think, I know we're going to get to the beef ribs, but I'm like, when did McLaren's get fucking beef ribs? That was so good. That was so good. Um, so, yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, so we, that's. That's the, the the progression or the lack thereof. That's the degradation of of Barney and Robin. It's like they pulled the cap off the fighting last episode and now it's just. It's a balloon. Yeah, yeah. Very Losing sad to see. Yeah. yeah. I love how the trunk of pornography is still at the apartment and how like. I know, I know. It's like casually going through it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Might as well. And Marshall's paraphrasing the plot to Space Orgy. <laughs> So clearly they've they've gotten to watch some of them, which yeah. is great. Yeah. So Ted is like, um, you know, they're not themselves anymore. Barney's stress eating because he hates what he's become, and mm-hmm. Robin's stressed out because she hates what she's do- what she's doing to Barney. But Lily yeah. insists that they are the perfect match. You know, leave him alone. Yeah. Um, Ted realizes that they're playing relationship chicken. I love that phrase. Me too. <clears throat> um, both of them are way too stubborn to call it. Tw- it quits. Um, Lily thinks it's just a rough patch, and Marshall sides with Lily, so uh, two against one, leave him alone. And he does. Yeah. Um, but that weekend, well, Marshall's oh, hang on. What? Before we move on, I mean, I have other things I want to talk about, but 
I love, I think Barney ate the relationship chicken. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. That That's one. a fucking good joke. All right, keep going. Um, uh, that weekend while Marshall's out with Barney, um, and Marshall is, the and Barney is just stuffing his face covered in grease, like, <laughs> so, like, disgusting. Just really getting down on them beef ribs. Yes. And um, Marshall just point blank asks him, are you happy with Robin? And Barney is just dismissive, but mm-hmm. every time he's dismissive, like, you get this glimpse of what is going on in their relationship and how they are just, like, shells of their former selves. Yeah. Um, but you see them with like they're laying in bed and like they're gonna like are they gonna have sex or just order pizza and lay there and moan? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, oh that is just I mean, it sounds great. Yeah, I was gonna say I was like, oof, I mean that's that doesn't sound like a terrible thing. No. But for them, like it's, it's very specific to them. Just right? even in the very beginning of the episode when they're talking about, um, well, I wanted to go do this and he wanted to do that and we couldn't do what each of us wanted. So like, we didn't do anything. Which is crazy because they were so independent previously. Well, what's the nice word for selfish? <laughs> that was another excellent line. That's love that line. Independent. The, yeah, independent. That's another one I think about a lot. There's a lot yeah. of great lines. There's in this some episode. really good. I love this. It's really good writing, I think. Yeah. But I said, like, gaining weight in a relationship isn't always indicative of it being bad. Like, yeah. it depends on what's going on. And so, obviously, we know this is the, the metaphor for that. Um, a couple of other things in this section. So Ted just still can't stay out of their business. Like he's oh. he was up in their butts last last episode. So annoying about the fights and now this. And I mean, <clears throat> he's got nothing else. He's got nothing else. We haven't really talked about him a lot because the Robin and Barney stuff is so interesting, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like these two alpha dogs. It's mostly hard having two <laughs> alpha dogs in a relationship. We have two alpha dogs. Sure, honey. <laughs> sure, we do, honey. Um, Reacher and the Settler. Yeah, the Reacher and the Settler. That's coming. That's a fucking good one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he really wants to have some kind of intervention for them. Like, And I, I get it because... You've you, seen these people exactly, in real life. We've exactly. We actually, and I will say this, we had to have an intervention like last week for a couple friend of ours. Yeah. Chris regrets that we didn't do that for. Yeah, 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 yeah. But because we knew that the, that was going to turn out exactly how it did, if not worse, it right. actually wasn't as bad as we thought. Yeah. Well, I guess the fallout's been bad. Yeah. Like, well, this was this was less about like you guys should break up, and it was more like you guys are both struggling, and you should be getting some like therapy. Like that's what it was. It was like things have gotten rough. COVID has really fried everybody and like there's like some extra stuff on top of that and you guys are just I mean they just they looked tired and and mm. they're they've been like yeah yeah so it's like they just they just needed someone on the outside to be like yo we care about you like how can we help we help support you that's what Chris wanted to do because he was an outsider he could say to like, yeah are you sure you want to do this man like, right 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 and that's and I think that's I kind of took on that role as the outsider and I was like, just sort of facilitating it. And afterwards, one of them messaged me and thanked me and was like, I, "We never would have talked about this stuff because because they're doing what Barney and Robin do, which is like yeah. they don't want to talk to each other about how unhappy they are because that's going to make the other person unhappy, right? They're assuming 
you always assume the other person's like not feeling what you're feeling, mm-hmm. right? But they were like, we're so glad that we actually talked about it because we thought it would make it worse, but it actually made us feel a lot better. Yay. And now they're both going to go to therapy. Yay. So I feel really good about that. Um, so if you're going to meddle, do it compassionately and don't be a dick about it like these people do. Um, oh, and the other little line I love from, from Chubby Barney is, you know what they say about relationships? Every moment's a battle. <laughs> Oh, it's so bad. He's like in that makeup sex, which is when you're in a loving, committed relationship, is not the same. Poor Barna. Everything about it is sad. And the thing is, like, I feel like a a lot of the time you're like, God, Barney, why are you like this? Like, why can't you just be like everybody else? And why can't you be in a relationship? And it's like, he is who he is. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. he is who he is. And same with Robin. Same with Robin. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. I said, when did McLaren's get beef ribs? So now Marshall's on board, too. He's seen how bad it is. Mm -hmm. And he and Ted agree that they need to unleash the Kraken, which is Lily. They can't do this alone. No. They know that they're amateurs and they need the Aldrin, the Kraken. And so we get this flashback to the front porch episode. And we're reminded that she broke up seven of his relationships. Of Ted's relationships. <clears throat> and I love the scene where she's sitting at the bar. She's like some washed up old con man, right? Like, I'm out of the game. I'm a matchmaker. I'm now. a matchmaker now. But she's not ready to help Ted. Like, whoa. <laughs> Calm down. I'm just getting started. Um, yeah, so like they need to pull her out of retirement for one more score, right? Mm-hmm. One more ride. And she's trying really hard not to interfere. And at this point, her saying, like, let, let's let it run its course made me wonder about a long-term bet. You know, like not wanting to step on things but Mm -hmm. silly silly ted decides he can break them up on their own because he's a ding dong (sighs) and i said these two knuckleheads don't stand a chance and so they're trying to think of the best way to do it and of course ted thinks what broke him and robin up will break barney and robin up because he dumb and they we get a flashback all the way to the end of season two with the uh, fake engagement at mm-hmm. the French Horn Bistro. And he's like, oh, that's what we'll do. So Ted and Marshall follow Barney and Robin to their favorite diner. And they're sitting in the diner, which I feel like they could have seen. but It's small. It's suspen- a diner. I know. Suspension of disbelief. I guess. Um, and, and also Barney and Robin are just so in their own fog, like you said. Um, and we see Marshall's obsession with the stakeout van start and the ring comes to the table because, you know, who doesn't have champagne flutes at a diner? So Ted basically does the exact same thing. So dumb. And not realizing that Robin is a different person now and he's she's with somebody else. And he doesn't get the reaction that he hoped for. And I bet that stung a little bit, you know, like she didn't she wasn't outraged at all. It was just all right, I guess. Yeah. Why not? Right. Shrebotsky's so hard to spell. Shrebotsky's so hard to spell. And, I mean, Bar- Barney says it wasn't him, and they talk about it in a much more civil way than mm-hmm. Ted throwing a fucking hissy fit. Yeah. And her panicking. And they actually get engaged for a second. They actually get fucking engaged. I forgot that they actually got engaged. What, what was with the ring? Like, whose was it? Where did Right. It, it was just like a fake-ass ring. Maybe it was Mar... Well, no, it wouldn't be Lily's ring because she was not in on it. Yeah. Um, so they're at the bar and Lily knows something happened and she's pissed, but 
she's happy to be the maid of honor, of course. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for a minute there, Barney and Robin are fucking engaged. Um, or excuse me, the fat man and the old lady get engaged. Marshall's favorite seventies detective show. Fucking a. <laughs> so. Lily knows now she's got to come out of retirement for this because they fucked it up. She's got a mess to clean up. Yeah, she's got to fix this. Mm -hmm. And she says that one fight ain't going to do it. She's got to reignite the four (laughs) biggest fights they've ever had, which are the battle over the dirty dishes. Yeah, which Um, we've seen the montage of before. The ex-girlfriend conflict, which um, has Crazy Meg, who you might remember as the one she... Barney slept with when Marshall and Lily were looking at their apartment in Dovisa Tree Club. Yep. Um, and Barney doesn't realize who she is until she bends over and that ignites some big fight we don't see. Yep. Um, there's the Star Wars altercation where Robin keeps making fun of the stormtrooper. More like storm, storm pooper. <laughs> so good. Because he's wearing a diaper. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the Canadian-American uh, fight where Barney starts off by making fun of Neil Diamond. Who... Neil Young. <gasps> Neil Young. Wow, I didn't even realize I wrote it. <laughs> Neil Young. I feel like I wrote Neil Diamond first, too. That's what, I'm, I'm just an asshole. The old lady, Neil Young, yeah. Yeah, the old lady, Neil Young. That makes more sense. <laughs> Um, and Ted's like, oh, yeah, duh, we can email pictures of each fight fight to remind, like, what? And this is, like, my favorite line, possibly legendary moment, you child. You child. She just is so disgusted. She's like, no, here's how it's going to happen. This is why you fucked everything up. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, you know, it's a a masterpiece, as we call it. Yeah, Um, What's going to happen is first, Alan Thicke is going to come over to the diner just as which will start the uh, Canadian American fight, just and she had gotten his number from Robin's cell phone already. Like that night, before she even yelled at the guys, she had fucking taken her phone. She's like, "That's fucking it." Again, amateurs. Um, just then, Crazy Meg will approach, <sighs> and as they're fighting about that, a stormtrooper's going to walk by, and then we will see a busboy come through with a bunch of dirty dishes. And as we see this scene play out in Lily's imagination, um, Barney and Robin lunge for each other. It kind of reminded me of, like, Mean Girls, you know? Yeah, yeah. The girls have gone wild. Yeah. And we hear Murder Train playing in the background. So perfect. And, like, the the filter changes on the whole scene. Uh Uh-huh. It's so good. So fucking funny. Mm -hmm. That must have been hard to get through. Because Barney in that makeup and her in that makeup. And they're both just like, so good. Um, and Marshall's pumped because this means they're going to get a stakeout van. This is your masterpiece. Yes. I just love that Lily had, Lily had kept track of their four biggest fights. Like she clearly, had, this, this is intricate. That, and it she has to, she had to have lost money or yeah, winning money. Yeah. And she also like was able to plot this. Probably just within the night at the bar while they were celebrating the very short-term engagement, right? But she had kept those, like, four fights in the back of her mind, like, these might come in handy. We might need them someday. I don't want to use them. I think you're right about the bet. Yeah, right? It seems that way to me. So, cut to the station wagon for the stakeout, and total chaos ensues, of course. Wait, the station wagon? Yeah, there was no van, because Ted's fucking cheap. All of a sudden. All of a sudden, he's cheap. 
So yeah, there's like Ted's being cheap and also talking about porn a lot. Um, there's a robot instead of a stormtrooper. Lily didn't know that it was that stormtroopers are not robots. So she's horrified about the Death Star, which I love. I just love that little she's bit. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They knew they were full of people. Hey, it was called the Death Star. They knew what they were getting into. <laughs> I love that. Um, so they're oh. sitting outside watching Barney and Robin and waiting for this whole thing to unfold. But so we have like the pizza guy rolling up and Alan Thick is there telling everybody that he's Alan Thick. Then Crazy Meg shows up. We get the first, oh, honey, mm-hmm. because Lily has told her Barney's totally going to propose to you at this diner after not talking to you for years. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. And I love that. Marshall calls her Crazy Meg to her oh, face. Yes. He's like, Crazy <laughs> Meg. He's been made. So fucking good. And then she's like, You're Alan Thick. And Alan's like, No. no. <laughs> After being like, I'm Alan Thick, like the whole time. Um, so we're watching it go happen from afar through the window. Um, and it's going just as Lily orchestrated it, but it's not. By the end, they're kissing each other. Mm hmm. And we're not really sure why. Um, and at some point before the end, they think they've been seen. And so, of course, we know in true human fashion, there's a huge piece of the story we're not getting. But it does look like they were spotted. And then all of these weird things happen. And then by the end, they're still together. And Especially Lily, with the Chris Harris episode. Right. And then Lily feels terrible. What have I done? She's like, what the fuck? Why did I try to break them up? They're clearly still in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emma Clarence, Marshall, Lily, Ted, and Alan Thick are all enjoying a beverage <laughs> together, toasting to Barney and Robin. I love that he stuck around, even though he's like, I got dinner. I got dinner plans later. Yeah, I know. Me too. Um, and they're just like kind of hanging out, and we see Robin join them at the the bar and her. Hair's pulled back. She looks clean, fresh face. Yeah, yeah. And it's just after they've sort of realized, you know, relationships take hard work. Yep. But eventually everything will work out. Yeah. This important lesson they've learned. And um, they ask Robin where Barney is. And she says, uh, you know, actually, we broke up. So we, what? So, you know, yeah, that, right. that lesson they just had learned, they, you know, then had to <laughs> unlearn. And we go back to get to see what was really going on at the diner. And yeah. so, you know, as Kate had said, we think that they saw Marshall and Lily and everybody in the station wagon, but actually they, for the first time, were really seeing themselves. I love that moment. Yeah. And, and they, um, I really love the whole breakup, breakup scene. It's um, really poignant and sweet. It is. You know, they realize that they're not happy anymore and it doesn't make sense because they're so similar. They're so perfect for each other. Um, why wouldn't why wouldn't it work? And, you know, Robin and Barney kind of come to the conclusion that they're both just like too awesome mm-hmm. and too much awesome. It's too much awesome for one relationship and two awesomes cancel each other out. And this makes me so sad when Barney says, I'm tired of being, being canceled, canceled out. out. I know. And if you've ever been in a relationship where you've been like canceled out. Bitch. Yeah. You know, I was just yeah. like, Ooh. yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, so sweet. There's yeah. some, yeah, there's some really beautiful little yeah. lines here. And so they realize that, you know, that they're breaking up and, you know, Barney's sad because now they can't be friends any longer. Mm. Um, but I love Robin points out that maybe it's more like two friends are getting back together. I love that. Because it's all like, like, I think if you 
in that situation where they both deeply care for one another mm-hmm. and it wasn't that they just it just wasn't working. It wasn't working. And I think a lot of times people are not brave enough yeah. to have the conversation. And honestly, they had it pretty quickly after things started going south. I mean, people live in that shit for years. Hello. Mm-hmm. I certainly did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought it was really brave that he said, I'm not happy. Because when you get into a, a relationship and people start getting miserable, you don't want to be the one to make the other person more unhappy. So yeah. you like, just don't say it. It's like this whole codependent yeah. thing. Right. So you don't want to say I'm not happy because you don't want to hurt that person's feelings and like make them feel bad. Right. But sometimes it's what you want to say. And I, I also love that if this doesn't work, what will like, we're yeah. so, we're so perfect quote unquote on a paper for each other. So if this doesn't work, what will there's like this sense of despair there and it's, mm-hmm very real very frank and it is i mean they're friends yeah so they're able to have this really honest real honest conversation that you know ted and robin weren't really able to have at first because they were never friends to begin with Mm -mm. you know he was in love with her across the room right yep um and you know just as they break up that's when robin thick comes in and then crazy meg who forgives him then we see the robot and the bus boy and they're just kind of like confused. Yeah, none of it matters. None of it matters. It's almost like background noise. They're like, let's get out of here. Yeah. And so they excuse themselves and walk away. And then we see them, you know, one last time for the road, a little smooch. And that's the kiss one that road. we thought meant that they were really in love. Yeah. But it's just, it's not right for them. Yeah. It's, a, I mean, and we get this line that is curious that says, it turns out they really did need just to let things run their course. So it's like, what is, yeah. seems like the door isn't completely closed there, right? It's yeah. like, what well, I remember watching it the first time and being like, well, what the fuck does that mean? Because it seemed like he was speaking about it, obviously, from further in the future yeah. and, and knows, yeah, knows more than we do about what that means. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. And I also love that she, he says... You know, who knows? Maybe when we're 40, she's like, oh, I already had that deal with Ted. And he fucking. 39. Low, low balls are like, I'm the price is right. And says, OK, let's go. Let's do it at 39. Just so sweet. Um, yeah. So then back at the bar. You know, Robin's talking about it and saying it's going to take some time to get back to it. And, you know, he's probably mm-hmm. really upset. But then a chill runs through the it's bar. Like, Ooh. Ooh, you feel that? You feel that? And. We flash over to the door and we pan up this we get the Peter Gunn theme. Yeah, that and that pinstripe suit. And it's very String much like cuffs. Yeah, it's very much like when he got his first suit after Shannon, right? Mm-hmm. And he just says, Daddy's home. So we know the Barney we know and love and hate to love is home. Yeah. And it's about to be single Barney time. So good. Can't fucking wait. And then the best part of this episode, I think. Oh. Is that it turns out Sandcastles in the Sand was only the tip of the iceberg of the way that Alan Thicke is involved in Robin Scherbatsky's life. And also that there is an entire failed Canadian variety show out there starring Robin Sparkles. And so, of course, Barney's intrigued. I love that Barney's not even with them. He's at the bar. And as soon as he says, oh, we did that too, Barney's boom, gone, right there. Gone. So we don't know what's going to happen, but Robin is in hell. And she's so you can tell she's so mad at Alan Thicke for saying it. She's like, oh, fuck you, Alan. 
And yeah, and R Barney runs out into the night to, you know, get on with his contacts in Malaysia and get a hold of that failed Canadian. Get a hold TV of that tape. Show. Yeah. More tapes. More tapes. Robin Sparkles is coming back, which is one of the best, one of the best runners of the show. So yeah. what did you think of the rough patch, Caitlin? I think it's so good. Yeah. I love Barney and Robin together, so I'm sad to see them break up, but... Yeah. I wasn't mad about the way it happened or like you said, like the scene and like the writing there. It's some really good poignant lines. Yeah. And it all made, I mean, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. I think some people are supposed to be with someone that's very similar to them. And some people are supposed to be with someone who is nothing like them. Yes. I don't think it's as simple as opposites attract or whatever, but clearly when it's Robin and Barney, they're so independent you know that's a nice word for selfish yeah <laughs> so it just made sense and i love that they showed such a nice civil breakup you know between them and we'll see what happens from here mm -hmm. is it gonna stay civil we don't know we will okay. find out all right you ready to get into these uh legendary moments yes ma'am all right remember legendary moments um please send them to heybeautifulpodcast at gmail.com and to put the name of the episode in the subject so that we don't miss it and patrons get their legendary moments read in entirety yes yes and some of you put us to the test. <laughs> so remember, just for as little as $2 a month, you can join uh, our patron. That's right. That's right. Our first legendary moment comes from David M. And David writes, love, love, love this episode. Ledge Mo to Barney and his foresight to edit the exact porno he knew Ted would play first. For real. I always It reminds me of um, my favorite, one of my favorite, favorite movies, Starship Troopers, which is Neil Patrick Harris is in. He plays a psychic and he talks. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's good. I love it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I always love seeing how well he plans things in advance. It's a fun balance with Lily, who's better at shorter term on the spot manipulations. Mm. Mm. Yes, yes. That's true. No wonder they are in alignment sometimes. Right, yeah. yeah. Ledge mode to Lily saying she's gone legit and doesn't break up couples anymore. <laughs> as if we believe for a second that'd be a true of uh, master manipulator Lily Aldrin. Yeah, right. Ledge mode to a reason to get married being that Shrabotsky is so hard to sell. <laughs> Ledge mode to the foreshadowing of Robin Sparkles 3. Yeah. The best one. Bless Ooh, you, Alan Thicke. Ooh, Alan Thicke, yep. No, no, that's but, fine. All right. But most of all, Legmo to this being Barney and Robin's breakup episode. Mm. Barney and Robin are both great, but I was never a fan of the two of them together. It just didn't feel right. So glad that as of this episode, they're not a couple anymore. That's right. Yeah, I think it, people are very much split on... There are two camps. There's the Robin and Ted camp. There's the Robin and Barney camp. So we'll see what happens. Okay, next up is Tish, and Tish says, Hey, beautiful ladies, my legendary moment is when Marshall asks Lily if she got a porn, and she's like, I got squat. The play on words and the double meanings was just really funny. I also love how from the episode prior to this one, you knew Barney and Robin were having issues. Him is amazing at setting up details you don't even see coming. Regards, Tish. Good call. 
Edwin writes in, Hey, beautiful ladies. Hope all is well. My legendary moment for the rough patch is definitely the maturity level displayed by Robin and Barney. Mm. I've learned that forcing a relationship is never good or sustainable. Legendary. <laughs> Mini legendary moment is Ted's, oh, honey. <gasps> Yay. When Crazy Meg blabs on. P.S. Crazy Meg is so hot. <laughs> Thank you for your hard work and making my graveyard shifts easier. Take care and stay safe. Love, Edwin. She is hot, but she's definitely above the Becky Mendoza diagonal, I would say. She's fucking... Looney yeah, Tune. She's... How did you get my address? I, oh, I love that. You saw Alan 73rd. Thick. Yeah. R.I.P. Alan Thick. I know. Okay, next up is Anna, and Anna says, Hello, ladies. This isn't an episode I particularly like, but the car combo with the porn pizza delivery guy and dude, will you just chill about money? was pretty good, Marshall. I also quite like Robin's way of looking at the breakup as getting back together as friends. Yeah, that was really sweet. Although I don't think that staying close friends works well all the time for Robin, Barney, and Ted, so maybe it's not a great way of looking at it. Yeah, shit just got a lot more complicated. Now Robin is in a friend group with... Two of her exes. Could be three. Bisexual. Bisexual Lily, that's right. No, she would never she would never risk that, I don't think. No. Wish she would. I wish she would. Um I hope, wish she'd risk it I all. I wish she'd risk God it damn. all. <laughs> hope you are having a lovely week, Anna C. Thanks, Anna. Helena writes, Hey ladies. My legendary moment in this episode is probably Lily while she's explaining her plan to Ted and Marshall. Her lines, you child, <laughs> and seriously amateurs, yeah. are some of those really small lines that I quote all of the time and nobody knows what I'm talking about. Honorable mention to April Bulby, who plays Meg. Anyone else seen her in Doom Patrol? Mm. She's part of the main cast playing a completely different character and she's incredible. Absolutely underutilized, underutilized in this show. Talk to you next time. Huh? Interesting. I've never yeah. even heard of Doom Patrol. No. Cool. Um, next up is Jeff, and Jeff says, Hi, K and K. I hope you're both doing well. This episode is this episode is not a particular favorite of mine, but it has some good chuckles. My legmo would be either Machiavellian Lily, <laughs> excellent word, or the gang feeling a chill in the air as Barney returns to normal. Best, Jeff. Yeah, I like that. The chill. Great ones. Oh, you know what's really funny? What? So I looked up Doom Patrol. So yeah. it's been on for a little while. Which channel is that? There's 34 episodes. Platform. Um, HBO? Hmm. Max? Is that true? HBO is killing it lately. We just, we have a free subscription so we could watch. Oh, dude, you gotta watch Mare of East Town. I am, it's I'm so dying because of the, the Pennsylvania accent. I'm like, holy Hoagies. shit. Oh, my God. The first episode, we're like, we get it. You're in fucking Pennsylvania because they're, like, really hitting that AO. And then, like, they're always oh. eating fucking cheesesteaks. We're like, we get it. No, but have you been? Does it sound exactly like that? Yes. Okay, they I do a do, good oh job. Oh, my God. I think it's even underdone a little bit. Like, really? I, yes. I'm like, Kate Winslet's trying too hard. No. Oh, it's, no, no. No. No, she's not. <laughs> we do that now it's all, pretty the, good. all the time. We do all it. the time. It, it is so It's so on. See, that it's is so on. It's such an accent I can't do, and it drives me nuts because I can do most accents. So, like, as they're talking, I'm like, home. I'm, like, yeah. trying to do it. So, it's funny because I met married a Pennsylvanian from us. I yeah, like yeah. He does not have an accent. I know. When we first brought Jack down Water. there. Yeah, the water story. But they truly, That's even crazy. thicker accents. And all the... And I was like, we get it. Oh, you're going to Wawa? Okay. Yeah. Like, we're like, no, you. I know it's like an obsessive cultural thing. It, they just, they're nailing it. 
It's such a my good show. experience as an outsider. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, were, good. Like so, like watching, seeing it, and then seeing the TV. I see the connection. But if you're in it, you're probably yeah. might be mad about I f- it. I feel mad. like mad. I feel like the um, the county guy that comes in is doing a really good job of it. I just searched. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you, I know, know who he is. Yeah, from American Horror Story and stuff. I don't watch that. No, I know who the county guy is because I've seen him. He's in on the show right now. Just got introduced. Yeah, I think he. I think he. I just feel like well, Kate Winslet is first of all just trying to do an American accent, and then on top of that, trying to do this American accent, which is so props to her. But she's fucking amazing. Is, can she do no wrong? <sighs> can do no wrong. My favorite unproblematic white lady. She's forever. Yes. Forever. Yes. So good. Like, love, love, love her. But Keep anyway, me posted on Mare of Easttown because I'm loving oh, it. Oh, Doom Patrol is a superhero DC comic oh. thing. Oh. so never oh. mind. It's not as funny then because there's a character named Crazy Jane. Oh, and it's is it her? No. Oh, she dang. plays Elastigirl. Oh, nice. Like, wait, like The Incredibles? That's interesting. Anyway. 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 Last um, last one. Oh, last one. Oh, for my buddy Adam. For my Adam. Uh, we, well, we all knew this was coming and the guy that roots for Ted, Robin and Ted is saying, Yahoo. <laughs> so I love this episode. I fell for Robin because in my last relationship, I was like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Every time she talked. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. I'm glad you got out. Mm. Anywho, my legendary moment has got to be when everyone gets a chill and Bernie walks mm-hmm. in and says, daddy's home. I love it. LOL. Stay safe out there. Your friend, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Are you team Barney Robin or are you team Robin Ted? I like, you're like, you're team I, You know Robin. what? I don't hate any of it. Like. Yeah. I'm team don't date your friends. You I don't think. shit where you eat. Yeah, don't shit where you eat. So for me, I'm not like, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not obsessed with. Them. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm, shipping I'm, either. I like her with Rob I like Robin with Ted and I like her with Barney. I like yeah. both of well when Barney and Robin were better. Yeah. I'm team Robin Lily. Oh fuck. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. That's who we are. We're team Robin and team Lily. Robin so and Lily everything always. else can fall away. Marshall can die young and then they can just ride right. off into the sunset. Yeah. Dreams. 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 That's what dreams are made of. All right. Well that's it. A oh, nice a nice conservative healthy number of legendary moments tonight <laughs> and you can get to bed before nine do you like that maybe we'll see it's getting close <laughs> well thank you for listening and we hope to see you next time for the playbook so fun one yeah send your legendary moments to hey beautiful podcast at gmail.com don't forget put in the subject line the playbook so yes. we can find it um and yeah, we want to say thank you to Rachel's Cookies and Treats for being our most delicious sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget, you can save 25% off with that code uh, HBFAM, all caps, at rachelscookiesandtreats.com. If you love this recap, be sure to leave us an Apple Podcast review, just like we had two earlier in this episode. So exciting. We love getting them. Yeah. It helps our HB family to grow. Um, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher so you never miss a recap. We hope you'll come back next episode. Because it's going to be legend. Wait for it. This has been Hey Beautiful with your hosts, Kate Gorton and Caitlin Turner. Our intro outro music is by Owl Owl. Mm-hmm.